Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Shazad Haq. And now we're going to put the spotlight on SPACs here in Singapore. That's because the race is on for special purpose acquisition companies or SPACs to list right here. Yep, Vertex Technology and Tigahau are set to list later this month. That's right. We've got Ishika Mukherjee, journalist at Bloomberg. She's been tracking the Singapore SPAC scene very, very closely. She joins us now for an update. Ishika, thank you so much for joining us and welcome back. Hey, good to be back. Good to have you with us, Ishika. So talk to us. Singapore SPAC's race, Singapore's SPAC race is heating up rather. We've got two set to list later this month, according to your report. What do we know about the details? Yeah, so Vertex Venture-backed um, Vertex Tech Technology Acquisition Corp and TK Howe-backed Pegasus Asia are set to list in Singapore on 21st Jan and 25th Jan, respectively. The sizes are pretty similar. The Vertex mm-hmm. Tech one is at about $170 million, while the Pegasus Asia one is at $150 million. Both can be upsized slightly. And they're they're expecting to target certain industries, very tech-focused, okay. both of them. Vertex is looking at cybersecurity, for example, and Pegasus Asia is looking at consumer tech as potential de-SPAC targets in the region. Is there anyone else in the running? Absolutely. So there's Novotelis Capital Partners that's also received an eligibility to list letter. So we should be expecting their preliminary prospectuses anytime soon. Other than that, there's Turmeric Capital that's backed by Ravi Thakran. There's also the internet entrepreneur Patrick Grove. They're all exploring SPAC listings here in Singapore. And there's Vina Capital as well, which is a Vietnamese asset manager. So we're just waiting for their listings to go one step ahead now. So things picking up for the SGX after last year's listing numbers with SPACs. But what do investors need to know when they're looking at these potential SPAC listings on the SGX? So I think the whole idea for SGX to roll out this SPAC framework is essentially to attract more tech companies. And as you can see from Vertex and uh, mm-hmm. Pegasus Asia, it, that, that very much seems to be the goal here, to get more tech companies to list in Singapore. But of course, investors have to watch carefully whether the DSPAC targets are worth are good companies because you have had an earnings bust in US, for example, and regulatory scrutiny is increasing of these structures and vehicles. So you have to be very careful when you're getting in, especially in Singapore where retail investors can access these vehicles. Talk to us about these particular SPACs, though, uh, the backer for Vertex, the backer for Tikahau. Uh, yeah, so basically Pegasus Asia is mm-hmm. backed by TK Howe as well as Bernard Arno's family office, whereas Vertex Ventures is uh, Vertex Ventures, a Chemasec backed company, wholly owned a subsidiary. Um, so these are big, well-known names, mm-hmm. they're blue-chip names, which should provide some confidence to the market. We are talking to Ishika Mukherjee, a journalist with Bloomberg and uh, the spate of SPAC listings here in Singapore. Um, Ishika, how long do they have to make an acquisition? So they have two years from when they come to market to actually acquire a target. And the Singapore Exchange has allowed for an extension of about 12 months for these de-SPAC these mergers to get completed. So what happens if they don't make it within that two-year and one-year extension? I I don't think they would be allowed to go ahead with a merger, essentially. 
Okay, so perhaps you can tell us then, what next for the two that we've got coming up to list at the end of this month? Any barriers to list? All smooth sailing for here? What's next? From here, what's next? Yeah, so what we're hearing is that Pegasus Asia, so they're basically going to raise raise money now from institutional investors and they're going to move on to the retail tranche. And it seems to be that Pegasus Asia has sort of covered its institutional books. So they've got the backing. Vertex, on the other hand, has about 13 cornerstone investors and they've subscribed to about 65% of the units of the SPAC already. So you're essentially looking at the subscription numbers now. We're going to wait for the retail tranche and then finally we're going to get to listing on 21st and 25th for Vertex and Pegasus Asia. Quite a tight timeline, isn't it? I mean, when you're saying the 21st, that's next Friday. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's been an interesting time because these packs have been trying to come to the Singapore market pretty quickly. And uh, yeah, everyone's been working very hard. The bankers, the exchange, everyone mm-hmm. to get this done quickly. So yeah. So Shikul, what does all this mean for the market here in Singapore? So for Singapore, this is a very exciting development because as you mentioned yourself, you know, it, there has been a bit of a dry spell in the in previous years for the market in terms of attracting initial public offerings with Hong Kong and the US providing really good valuations compared to Singapore. But we do have a report from our Bloomberg Intelligence colleague saying that in terms of the revenue contribution, mm. it may not be much. These SPAC IPOs may not contribute much. I suppose it's more of a sentiment, a boost that would come to Singapore as most SPACs come here. Okay, yeah. let's talk about Singapore and Hong Kong now, Ishika, because Hong Kong's also opened its door to SPACs. What do you think is going to be the key difference between SPACs that are listing listing, listing in Hong Kong versus those that are listing here in Singapore? Yeah, so Singapore seems to have an edge over Hong Kong for now. Firstly, because their market cap threshold is lower. Mm. In the sense, the market cap threshold is $150 million, whereas Hong Kong has a fundraising threshold of $1.1 billion Hong Kong dollars, which is slightly higher. And it also doesn't allow retail investors to participate in SPACs, I mean Hong Kong. And that's a big, yeah, I I do know that bankers aren't very excited about that and they're not very happy about that. So Singapore seems to have an edge over Hong Kong in this regard for now. Okay, so Ishika, what are you going to be watching out next for from SPACs here in Singapore? Yeah, we're just waiting for Novotelis' prospectus, waiting for the exchange to approve more SPAC deals. And let's see how the space heats up this year. There was a bit of a hot debate, wasn't there, before we got clearance for SPACs to list here in Singapore in terms of transparency, target companies, caution for investors. But the SGX has been quite rigorous, hasn't it, in terms of the risk, the risk management regulation when it comes to listing SPACs? Yeah, they have been trying to um, balance out, you know, attracting enough companies so not being too restrictive in terms mm-hmm. of the regulatory framework, as well as ensuring there are some sort of guardrails for investors. So they do have certain restrictions on sponsors and when they can tap out and things like that. And that should provide investors some, give them some solace. Okay, well, Ishika, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thanks, Ishika. Thank, thank you. you. We've been speaking with Ishika Mukherjee, journalist at Bloomberg. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.